Hello, everyone. It's Marcus Liberty with Give Me Liberty Podcast. It's time for me to lace the shoes up. Man, what a game last night. The Golden State Warriors versus Toronto Raptors. This could have been Golden State's last game. This could have been a lot of things. If KD didn't play, it could have been KD's last game. So that leads me into my segment. What if Kevin Durant didn't play? Got two questions. If Kevin Durant didn't play, would the Golden State Warriors win this game? If he did not play, could the Golden State Warriors win that game? Kevin Durant played. And boy, did he play. He shot the ball. He made his presence felt on defense. He made a couple of hard fouls. He was letting them know that I'm here to play. Which leads me into another segment of growing up. When you've been playing basketball all your life on the playgrounds, in the inner city, getting banged up, getting pushed around, getting scraped, getting your knees all banged up on the concrete. But you continued to play. Even when you were hurt, coach tells you, oh man, you look good, get back out there. (laughs) And you play. Think about that. If you've been going through that over and over again when you were a little when you were a little kid all, playing in bitty ball all the way up until you made it to professional. Until you made it professionally. So you was already programmed to fight to to fight through certain things because of the muscle memories of the things that people been telling you when you were a little shorty playing ball. So now you get older. And you're still getting those injuries. And yes, the injuries are a little bit worse because now you're getting tears and ligament tears and and all that. But you have trainers now. You didn't have trainers when you were playing on the playgrounds. It was either your dad, <laughs> your best friend, a family member, or a coach. You didn't have all this training back then. So, if Kevin Durant didn't play at all, the Golden State Warriors probably would have been going home with a loss. So, they got their win. Think they got what they wanted out of Kevin Durant? The question I want to know is, why did he come back? Was it pressure? Or was it the love of the game? Or he saw his teammates struggling and he knew that they needed him you just never know until you hear from Kevin Durant we can speculate all we want about the organization putting pressure on him 
about him just looking out for his teammates and wanting to be there for his teammates and get out there on the court. He's my favorite player. He's always been my favorite player since I saw him play at the University of Texas. So, you guys remember Mr. Leonard when he was playing with the San Antonio Spurs and he had a, I want to say it was either a hamstring or a groin injury. And everybody wanted to see him come back. And he was saying, no, my body is not right. I'm not coming back until I know I'm 100%. And then he came back one game. I remember it. And he said, they said he was like 70 or 80% better. So he tried it. Didn't feel right. So he shut it down. He shut it down. So now, Kevin Durant got hurt. Set out, been sitting out for about a month. Said he was starting to feel better and wanted to try it. So he started working out. Got with some doctors. Got some advice from the doctors. So they gave him, they cleared him. They gave him the okay to play. You know if you hear that word, you okay to play, what's going to happen? When you've been playing basketball all your life? Now, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, when he was playing, shut it down. I know it's getting a lot of pressure, organizations and ownerships of these basketball teams. They look at it, they want you to get out there and compete and, and so the fans can see the star players play. But if you're not 100%, they're not going to see the best you anyway. So you might as well sit out and let them get the real you when you're ready, when your body's right. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of this now. Especially from our elite star players. These are franchise players. Got to protect themselves. Because I don't think not one star player wants to play hurt. I don't. I think they want to play and show or give the fans what they came to see. So we'll see what happens after this. Now back to the series. Golden State and Toronto. It's 3-2. Kevin Durant gave them some momentum. Now Kevin, now Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. They're going back to Arco. Fans behind them. There's going to be a lot of energy in that building. The key to me Ezekiel Dollar and Draymond Green. They have to be able to knock down shots. They have to be able to make plays. If not, it's going to be three, four guys 
guarding Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. So those guys gonna have to be able to knock down shots, have to be able to make plays, and also I think DeMarcus Cousin plays a big role in this too. If they win this game, the Golden State Warriors ties it up 3-3. It's going to be hard for Toronto to close it out in Toronto because it's going to be so much pressure. If you haven't been in that situation, a lot of those players have never been in that situation. And we all know what the whole saying is, pressure bust an iron pipe. So if Golden State gets this game at home, it's going to be lights out for Toronto. But I'm looking forward to a good game. I hope you guys tune in to it. And to my man, KD, get healthy, my man. Can't wait to see you back out there hooping. I can't wait to see my University of Illinois men's basketball uh, program get back to where they belong. Got a lot of top recruits that sign. The momentum is about to change. We shall see what happens. And to my nephew, Javon Freeman, who was thinking about leaving Valparaiso and came back. Great decision. Don't need to sit out. Make a name for yourself and be you. Be you. Be the best you. And put the work in. Well, it's time for me to unlace the shoes. Hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Peace, everybody. Give me liberty.